There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Coming in Hanos podcast. You know how we do. We started this thing in 2019, and now we're here in 2022. You know how we do. We Still take a three, take a three month break in between a couple yeah, ups. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking season one, episode three. <laughs> one. Yeah, no. We're starting all over. Yeah. Um, College. <laughs> God, Iconic app. College, college, college. college. <laughs> now, season uh, five, episode 11. Very nice. good. Very good. Very good. Test stream. Test the, the time. Test stream. The time off has uh, done your brain well, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I the um, don't have a lot to do but just <laughs> watch uh, the app and uh, remember the name and the season <laughs> number. If you have been listening to us for years and you haven't learned already to fast forward thirty seconds uh, <laughs> to get to the to the episode, nah, come then, on. Uh, these these no, they live for this. They love these you. cold opens. You kidding me, Pizza Michi? Yeah, he's all Yo, over shout it. out, shout Pizza out, Pizza Michi. Michi. Let's get some pizza. He's coming back to town soon. We'll get some pizza. Let's soon. do it. Let's do it. Um, beats. Divisive episode, guys, amongst the fan base. This is college. Course, yeah. T- <laughs> I mean, some people think it's when the, the series really starts. Some people are like, not until season two. Some people are like, not until season five, episode 11. Yeah, some people think it never started. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you breaking bad goofballs. <laughs> uh, this is, of course, the infamous test stream where uh, 20 minutes, uh, about 20 minutes of the episode is straight. Devoted to Tony's psyche, his subconscious, uh, while he's sleeping. Um, this is written by David Chase and Matthew Weiner, the dream yeah, team. Two blowhards. Uh, directed yeah, by Alan Coulter. Originally aired back uh, May 16th, 2004. Remember that day, guys? Ooh, well, Remember that almost, day? Almost done with uh, sophomore year in college. Maybe it was I, I might have been done. I watched this at home, yeah. I was probably graduating that week. That yeah, that, that makes sense. I remember yeah. I watched it at home because I watched it with my mom, and after that episode, she <laughs> went, "This show stinks." <laughs> I can was not a fan that. of the dream. 
I was mm. not a fan of the dream. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of people probably weren't at first that might have come around. What, do you guys remember what, what your initial reactions were after watching the episode? I the remember I remember liking it. Uh, I don't know. I always like the dream stuff. I mean, I yeah, know I, it's like masturbatory, but like I, I like it. I think it's good. And also, what I really like about the episode, like rewatching it, is that the cast clearly is having fun doing it. Oh yeah, like Annabelle Sciorra sitting in Melfi's chair and stuff. Yeah. Like that's fucking great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, having her back and have I mean, so many old faces back. We had yeah. like Richie, Ralphie, Mikey. Mikey, Gigi, Vin McKazian, <laughs> CC, <Ma>. BB, <laughs> Chicky, Puss, Johnny Boy, and Eddie Benningy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did not bring back Jackie Jr. He was like the one like kill uh, uh, that like I did not make an appearance. So well, yeah. Be- Bevel Aqua. Well, but I'm talking about of, like, of, like people main, who like people, main, yeah, yeah, main yeah, characters, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I guess I don't know. What does that say? Tony didn't really fucking give a shit about the kid. But Slap in the face. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so so you guys, your your opinion hasn't really changed. Have you grown to like it more over the years or what? No, it's about the same. About the it's same. about the yeah. same. Yeah. I mean, I I think I liked it. I I I I, I like the fact that like they did, you know, they did different shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. again, yeah. I was graduating college. Like I was eating up. Like, you know, like. <laughs> avant-garde theater or yeah, whatever right, right, right. and Cerebral, like surreal, fuck, yeah like, yeah so shit, like, like different like yeah you know unorthodox sort of like yeah shit was was fun was cool it was different say, I, yeah it i wish it is more stuff did that yes. now i know <laughs> totally well now it would fit in completely in in like the tv landscape yes. yeah i guess so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah i mean yeah that's like the Whatever, but but like to do it the like fly episode, the fly and Breaking, episode Bad, Breaking Bad, right? Kind, right. That's not really sure. like that's not yeah. really like a surreal like this, yeah. but right. It's just like doing episodes in a different way, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's essentially like an episode. I mean, there are things that move the plot. They happen off camera. We don't we don't actually well, see Tony. I, I was gu- I was gonna say that like I mean we we see Angela get killed, but like right. the fact that like. There's all these like dream sequences, and we don't see Billy Leotardo getting killed. Right. You could see how like like the fucking meatheads, meatheads yeah. would be like, "Oh, what the fuck!" <laughs> and that's probably why, like, right? People got him confused because we never yes, saw his right, death. Right. 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 Well, him the next Joey episode, Peeps. we I I believe the next episode begins, the or maybe it's funeral? the f- season finale begins with. No, it's a flashback of Phil. And oh, you see right. like the shots of like oh, you do. from his point of view of right. Buscemi, right. you know Tony B coming, shots firing. Oh, and, and, that's uh, right. That's and him holding it. Billy Leotardo. Oh right, 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 that. right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But so you so you see it in flashback form. But to have mm-hmm. something like that like go on off screen, which is a huge event, it certainly is the biggest escalation of the New York uh, or New Jersey being involved in the New York Civil War for the entire season thus far yeah. and for yeah. it to happen like we see it fakely happen in uh in tony's dream where he co- where buscemi comes and fires his fingers yeah <laughs> uh but we'll get there but but i Great mean shot like, long island city just on the street <laughs> that scene is really cool actually yeah with all those people mm-hmm. um but let's let's like let's go through the app and we'll we'll stop to talk about a few points of interest please uh point of interest tony fucking valentina to open the episode Point uh, of, oh, I'm interested. 
Mm-hmm. That, that'll grab the meatheads right off the bat. That'll interest your point. They yeah. were all juiced up for a fucking sex and violence filled episode. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then she catches on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and then she makes some uh, egg beaters in Tabasco and, and uh, it doesn't go she well. Used too much Tabasco. Yeah. <laughs> Literally caught on fire. Um, but why do you guys think that they that they've set Valentina on fire? Just like <laughs> uh, just shock value, just or because I have a theory. Shock value for sure. I mean, it is. Uh, um, I don't know. Is that a? I mean, to get rid of her, <laughs> to get rid of the character. Yeah, I think. I think. I think. Like uh, an inciting incident too to like force Tony to like go hide out yeah. too. Yeah. Um, my thing is, and and we'll talk about it as we cover the app, but like the brilliant part of the dream for me, or one of the most brilliant parts, is like the the most realistic thing to me that this dream sequence captures is how when you sleep, go to sleep at night, certain like elements of your day or thoughts that you had during your your, your day will play out in dream form. Yeah, oh, and, yeah, that's true. And I think they like set her hair on fire so that he can tell Tony B like. Oh, that was the last thing Carmine Sr. said before he had a stroke. He smelled then, burning hair. And then and sees then, Carmine. And yeah, then he yeah. wakes up next to Carmine yeah, yeah, Sr. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in yeah. bed, you know? Yeah. And Good so point. there's like little things like that. Uh, the other things that come to mind are like seeing Melfi at the plaza when he goes into the yeah, plaza. Yeah, like yeah. That plants Melfi in his head, which puts him in his, her office like later in the dream. They also like do like this huge, like it's very, very, I don't know if you guys noticed, but like they turn the sound way up on like the clopping of the horse hooves like yeah, outside yeah. the plaza mm-hmm. which there's so much horse imagery throughout yeah. the dream mm-hmm. sort of plants that you know just like little things like that playing out in the dream like i, I think it's i think it's so brilliant how they do it yep. anyway so uh so she's going to be okay he's going to cover the cost of everything he goes to visit her in the hospital by the way the he's a good uh, guy great great yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh Fucking Gandolfini's hand when he like touches her oh. face. It look it looks like he's yeah. like a, it looks like he's fucking Shrek, man. He's yeah. like yeah. humong <laughs> palm her head. Uh, <laughs> we get a glimpse of uh, Tony B running the casino. Angelo comes shows up, uh, brings his kid around, uh, which I thought was good casting for Angelo's son. It kind of great casting, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like tiny round head. Uh, also, it's like. It's great I, voice. Yeah, I like the. Uh, he says, like, it was not the voice that I was expecting to come out. No, of no, no. Yeah, he's like, yeah, my father. <laughs> yeah, my yeah, like turlets. I, I thought he said turlet. <laughs> like, wow, that's that's a. I, I like a uh, New York accent. I like Buscemi in this scene because when when Angelo introduces him, first of all, like as as his actual son, you know, I think yeah. part of him like you know feels a little jealous, and yeah. then the fact that he's a citizen. Yeah, and yeah. he's he's doing like a regular job, which is what he wanted to do when he got out. Like you can tell, just the way he plays it, you can tell he's 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 really kind of bummed. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I actually didn't think about that. Like like the parallel between uh, you know him seeing Angelo as a father figure and then actually seeing his real son, who's but Angelo also like definitely involves his son because he talks about the Joey Peeps murder <laughs> yeah, right, right in front right, of him. Yeah, and true. So he's, he's okay. Yeah, t- he's okay. He's okay. He's sure, okay. okay. He wanted to make sure he was here when I brought you the sign. <laughs> yeah. What do you? So he he gifts. He very graciously gifts Tony B a like a little plaque, I guess. Yeah. That says uh, because I'm, I'm the, the boss. boss that's why. <laughs> which is so stupid. Do you so think? Dumb. But you you have said before that like they, you know, they wanted Buscemi for two seasons, right? Mm-hmm. 
and yeah. that he was going to maybe you know con- contest uh, Tony for, the, for eventually that that boss, was like the that was sorry. one of the like original end games of the series was going right. to be Tony uh, versus Tony B sort of and so I th- I don't Do, know if why at did this they point, change that actually oh, because they they sort of wrote themselves into a corner where right. there was no oh. way Tony B could have made it out of that situation alive, right 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 really. Uh, and, but I and don't know. Maybe that's a holdover from something or whatever. Or yeah. I would think that you know, two episodes before they kill Tony B, they would know that you know the end. Well, game I think they p- knew, changed, but, but like, um, I don't. But know. maybe not. I don't know. But maybe, I, maybe. Change, I mean, uh, maybe they were teasing. Maybe they're, they're definitely teasing it for right. to you. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, sort of like, what's the significance of that? You know, um, beyond his. Potentially having. I'm gonna put this to in a, a place of prominence. And yeah. what does he put it like next to a fridge or yeah. something? Like <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the back room that only he goes in. Yeah, right. Um, uh, but yeah, so, we, and they also did that as sort of like a reminder to to the audience, like how close they were. He's like, hey, we were like, you know, this guy was my rabbi, my mm-hmm. priest, and whatever, my best friend, all in one. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, and then of course the next time we see Angelo. He's he's leaving like a Walmart or something. He's got a big wheels or whatever the fuck uh, getting put in his trunk. Uh, and on his way home, he gets stopped uh, by Philly and Billy. Mm-hmm. That fucking car. Uh, <laughs> fucking car gets <laughs> fucked up again. <laughs> uh, the work I just had done. Um, how does the spare so go funny. in that car? Like, is there's yeah, a whole like like shield like uh, like plastic case <laughs> or? Fiberglass case for the for the spare on the back. I love that. It's fucking so, ridiculous. That just you just know that an old person drives that car. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> they uh, they sneak up on poor Angelo, throw him in the trunk with some plastic wrap, and uh, he meets meets his demise, which is sort of I guess an homage to Billy Bats from Goodfellas. How how Frank yeah. Vincent died in the trunk. Uh, this time he's the one killing the guy in the trunk. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Could be. Perhaps mm-hmm. that's what they were thinking. <laughs> yeah, he's know. coming back from Costco, and I wondered. Um, was it Costco? That was the Costco that is in Queens. Because oh, uh, maybe there's a Costco all the way at the end of Queens, kind of near Similar Cup. Oh shit! Mm. So mm. Google I used Earth to go there all the time, get Track my prescriptions down, because I didn't have any insurance, <laughs> and you oh, could get damn. prescriptions from Costco that are cheap. Listeners. Let us know. Do you like hearing about Joe's uh, <laughs> Costco prescriptions? Hey, in the I, I don't even 2000s? know if it was that Costco, but you know, I was <laughs> just hoping it was. It was I remember it fondly. Hope. Great little tidbit. Um, but yeah. So yeah. so <laughs> anyway. Uh, goodbye to Angelo Garepe. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get Tony waking up in the morning. His his Guatemalan made. Uh, you know, just as tragically as the death of uh, Angelo, the Guatemalan made through his newspaper in the trash mm. which is just heartbreaking <laughs> uh, i love that, yeah, that i hate to see it she comes into this like into the room and you see her eyes looking at tony like, <laughs> like she oh, knows no. she fucked up yeah. she's funny she's yeah. great yeah, yeah. oh yeah <laughs> very very much so that's i'm thinking that's i'm thinking uh, yeah. uh <laughs> made him enchiladas right the, this sort yeah <laughs> He brings a tray of enchiladas over to Tony B's. I bet they yeah. were good. I love where he puts Probably them though. Wouldn't. He puts them on top of the VCR on top of the TV. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, really well, can't just like go to the kitchen? In that house, I mean, everything's everywhere. <laughs> that, that, hey, that hey. He's got Angelo's murder on his mind. He's not thinking straight, dude. Right. Yeah, Tony Come B on. clearly uh clearly agitated, uh clearly preoccupied with something, which Tony completely seems to completely miss. 
Yeah. Uh, in as, the moment. As per usual, just talking about all of his problems. Complain about yeah, the maid. Yeah. This was the new one. What my Gumar, that, my Gumar all burnt up. <laughs> Gumar, I was just going to break up with her, and then she lit on fire. Why does this shit always happen to me? Uh, <laughs> Didn't even get the eggs. I was hungry. I didn't want to admit to her that I was really hungry, but I was. I wanted the eggs. <laughs> just completely oblivious. So, so, so we're to assume that, like, pretty much just prior to Tony arriving there, Tony B found out about Angelo's hit, right? Yeah. Or, or yeah, soon before that. Yeah, and and so, do you think at that point he knows what he's gonna do, and he's you know he's purposely not bringing it up with Tony or what? He's clearly checked out, so it's, yeah, it's, it must be running through his mind, right? Well, so Tony is all stressed out over uh, his his spoiled newspaper. Um, so he has to check into the plaza. Oh, he uh, doesn't even read the paper. <laughs> he, he like goes to the other room. He just like takes it out of the garbage, and it's like he's probably not even gonna read it. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, just pissed off. Yeah. Um, checks into the plaza. Uh, beautiful, beautiful spot. Some great shots of of the beautiful plaza hotel. Gorgeous. Uh, it's kind of missing <clears throat> a, a talk boy, but you know, I guess it's okay. Yeah, yeah. You need a talk you boy. Need, you, need, you need him to bring need a talk Tim boy. Curry, <laughs> Rob Schneider. Yep. Um. Judith Ivy, Trump, <laughs> Dana Ivy, Dana. Yeah, Ivey. Trump walking out. <laughs> yep, Trump. Um, that's where he sees Melfi. Melfi, oh Jill, that's so funny. Her <laughs> yeah. friend Jill must have been real funny. I wonder yep. what that line was. Um, Dude, no, her but... and Jill going to the plaza. <laughs> yep, just like with a ton of shopping bags. <laughs> not know. the not the only time they go to the plaza because uh-huh. uh, they go for tea as well. Meadow and. Um, yeah, and uh, 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 Falco go. Carmela. Carmela. Forgot for, Carmela's yeah, name for I a second. Did, I did. <laughs> it's been so long. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> barely in this episode too. Barely yeah. in this episode. A little bit. Um, yeah, they go. Uh, you know the whole. Um, what's the children's the, book? The um, Eloise. Eloise. Yeah. Eloise. Yeah. Yeah. The painting under Eloise, yeah, yeah. and and at the end of White Caps, uh, when Tony officially moves out of Casa Soprano, he says, "I'll be at the Plaza." So this is yeah. like a regular stay for Tony. He's yep. he's comfortable there. What they say? What was his name? Mr. Petruglia. Petraglia. Or Petraglia? Or yeah, yeah. I love all the aliases. <laughs> Mr. Spears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then when Chris shows up later, his it's like Mr. Macavity or something yeah, like yeah, that. Mr. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so he checks in. Um, you know he. Oh, also, uh, Charmaine Bucco has been on his mind lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Which why wouldn't she? I mean, she's she's looking <clears throat> pretty fine. Tonyoni. Tonyoni. Uh, and he does a super creepy uh, call to her where he doesn't say anything, so which I feel weird. like I always forget. I always forget that part of this episode. <laughs> There's I, I can't like name them all, but I know that like it happens way too much in The Sopranos that somebody calls, like makes the call, and then just doesn't say anything. Yeah, I, like doesn't that happen a lot in this series? Like no. I know it happens. I mean, it's a, a it's, few episodes from now with Tony B. Like he like calls Tony from a payphone or something when he's on the lam. Yeah. And he like doesn't answer, and he just hangs up. I think it, I think it's just a like TV TV film trope. I yeah. know, but Sopranos is so good at not falling into those, and that's like such a cheesy. Yeah, thing. if you're gonna call, if you actually dial the last number, you're not even gonna say anything. You're just gonna listen to somebody go, "Hello, hello." I know you're there. I can hear you breathing. Like it's, it's so, such a like, thing. It's yeah. such a it's thing. Such I a mean, thing. you can't do it nowadays either because everybody knows who's calling. Have right. you ever done that to somebody's spells? Be honest. No. All right. <clears throat> no, I don't. A lot think- of times. <laughs> 
I just watch. Sometimes you I, just want to hear someone tell, I, say hello to you. Did you watch times. Licorice? Sometimes you just want to scare. I was just gonna somebody. say, yeah, Licorice Pizza. Yeah, I just watched Licorice Pizza. Last they do it in that. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah he it's does. like a big moment. Well, not a big moment, but they play yeah, it out. It's a yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, so he heads up to his room, or he's in his room. He, he places the call. He's obviously lonely. Um, he goes out to steal the neighbor's newspaper. Classy. Gets guy. back. He's got a message from Sill that Angelo got hit. He knows what's up. He immediately starts making calls and does, you know, does the rounds, the bing, uh, aunt, <laughs> aunt Katina or whatever. Uh, the, one, the one at the, the it's casino. So funny. It's so uh, funny. Maybe you can try him on his um, uh, portable, <laughs> portable phone. phone. <laughs> it's so funny because so she, because she like cuts in front of them as they're talking on the casino floor in like the beginning, like yeah, yeah, yeah. scene. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why do, what is this woman? And then she, I'm like, oh, I see. She runs the casino with him. <laughs> While he's gone, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so so Tony, you know, it, this starts planning the thing in the back of his mind where, you know, we're going to see a lot of it play out in the dream. It also does a good job of making him feel so distant from everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, just placing the calls, being so far away, being solo. There's, like, a montage of him, like, in the shower, silently eating his steak or whatever, Eventually, he puts in a call for an escort from Jade Escorts or whatever. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little advertisement. <laughs> yep. With nudity. Yeah. On what channel? Uh, it seems like, like the hotel, night. like the yeah. hotel channel, like you know what I mean, like where they like. They would, they would do that on late night. <laughs> I don't know. They would do. They would do. Uh, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> escort. I mean, they would do like call like call sex like lines. Right. But right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. I guess not with like ass and titties Escort. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Uh, either way, she shows up. Anyway, yeah, he, yeah. Gets, you know, <laughs> gets well, gets what gets he ordered. Um, cut to uh, next morning, and uh, you want me to suck your dick now, baby? And it's Carmine Senior, which mm-hmm. which it's quite the shock, mm. and we are officially in dreamland here. Uh, we get we get you know Tony scrambling out of bed. Tony Lip, I'm so lonely, you know. Uh, Miss my violin. What violin? Like, <laughs> it's a weird kind of. But but that's what. But that's like what Jews. <laughs> he's like my violin, you know. Uh, that kind of stuff, like in dreams, like just nonsensical conversations. Oh, yeah. and Misunderstand. Like, I don't know. It's all just spot on. And oh then yeah. The phone starts ringing, and he picks it up. Uh, he's like, "It's the man upstairs. Somebody's got to go." Which is the voice of David Chase. Uh, oh, is it? Is, yeah, supposedly God, um, and yeah, oh, come on, <laughs> Jesus it's Christ, God, God complex. Come on, uh, dude. <clears throat> but you know, then we cut to Melfi's office. He's talking about the dream he just had. We think we're back to normal, mm-hmm. uh, and then of course we see Gloria Trillo there, um, and then there's like weird like uh, Gloria speaking in Melfi's voice, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Uh, which I guess is just like. The only point to that is like just weird dream shit, right? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that stuff that happens in dreams. It's, it's just all like, just shit in your subconscious. Right? Right. You were, you were, you were not you. You were somebody else or right, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but they they start so like obviously the the whole the test dream as a whole is an anxiety dream of Tony's. No, he has to face what what his cousin did and how he's going to deal with it, right? But yeah. there's we get, but it's so much more than that because. It also encompasses with a lot of other things that Tony has in the back of his mind. You know, there's stuff with like him wanting to reconnect uh, with Carmela and move back in. That's in there. 
obviously these dead fucking people are on his mind mm-hmm. gloria being one of them but also dead people like, dead horse dead horse <laughs> but like explicitly he's like you know he's like um they talk about like when he like choked her right mm-hmm. which we saw when she was alive and she's like that's when you choked me and then he's like and then you came at me with like a fork for my eye she's like that was your mother and then he does a spit take and like they're laughing and like just him like equating somehow equating gloria with melfi and then mistaking them for like his mother coming at him with a fork in his eye like it's all just like very subtextual and like it's all it's all it's i don't know i fucking love all this shit yeah totally um then she points to a tv screen and we see him on tv uh in johnny boy's cadillac Yep. which we've seen him have a dream about before in season yeah. four. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he talks about it in cars. therapy. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, why do you think that's like a recurring thing of his, like being in his dad, the back of his dad's old Cadillac? I just think it's like, a, it's something that is uh, re- very vibrant in his mind from his childhood. Mm-hmm. I, I have a recurring car dream. Like, really? Yeah, that happens. Go on. Like You're driving to Costco. I'm, I'm driving. I'm driving my. <laughs> getting G- your prescriptions at Costco. <laughs> yeah, get my prescriptions at Costco. And I'm like, is this the Costco that I've gone to near my house, or is this the Queens Costco? Um, yeah, I don't know. I drive in my car, and I'm like going up like, like uh, what's that hill like on in sort of like Baxter or whatever. Oh, what Baxter. Yeah, it's like a roller coaster. Real, yeah. real fucking steep hills. It's like riding a roller coaster. And I'm like, I can't like see, like. Like, yeah, I can't see because I'm so like inc- like inclined, inclined yeah. going up this hill. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like I re- I think I reach it or whatever and wake up or something. But it's like kind of anxiety inducing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, like definitely like crash my car dreams and shit. Which oh, I yeah, which yeah, I've yeah. done. Yeah, you know, I've like flipped <laughs> my car, car over. <clears throat> yeah. I've so had, yeah, I've had a lot of, of car lots of times. Lots I've, of times. I've, I've definitely had car dreams that are right. reoccurring. Sure. Right. Uh, this is where we see a bunch. We see Mikey. We see Ralphie. Ralphie. We see Big. Do you guys notice that Mikey has uh, little staple blood stains on his yeah, shirt? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. Staple. I mean, they're they're very clearly there. I actually saw that on Reddit today. I never noticed it until today. But uh, but pretty cool little detail. Um, <clears throat> then you know, Tony asks, you know, where are we going? They said we're driving to the job. They pull up to his house. Cut to Tony waking up and walking down into the kitchen. Carmel's like, oh, you scared me. This and that. He starts watching. There's a lot of allusions to television. Yeah, movies. they're always. Yeah, oh, yeah, what, always. yeah, that's what I was curious. What is it? What, what are all the old movies? I mean, he just likes old movies. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, so we see Chinatown here mm-hmm. um, and Scrooge, uh, you know, the, the whole old, fucking like, like 30s ghosts one of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the old one, like. But like I think the like ghosts of the past, that sort of thing, ghosts mm-hmm. of Christmas past, feel like very, very relevant to this sort of dream here. So maybe that's part of it. But more importantly, you know, she's like, you know, your head's full of this stuff. Can't you pull yourself away? And he's like, it's just so much more interesting than, than life. And she's like, you kidding me? This is your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, which I have a little bit of a crazy theory about. I don't know. Should I talk about it now or should I? Sure, why not? Yeah, don't, yeah, no, don't no, cock tease the listeners. Yeah, save it. All right, all right. No, I, talk about it. I, it's, it's, it's just, it's sort of like the illusion that Tony comes very close to realizing he is a, t- a character on a television show throughout the episode. <laughs> Can I give you my, my arguments? Please. Yeah. And I don't know if Chase did this deliberately. But we already talked about it. So he's so, got everything he does. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like, Tony answers the the phone call in his dream. Who is it? God. A, but in this universe, 
the god is the showrunner of the show, David Chase. Right. Uh-huh. We see him multiple times see himself on a television screen. We see mm-hmm. Gloria point to the TV. We see him actually watch himself and Carmela on like the little kitchen TV screen. He says they're like the honeymooners. Right. He's he's like yeah. do he's like doing bits from TV shows. Uh, you know, then uh, we get actress Annette Benning cast like in his dream <laughs> yeah. as like a character in his dream. Uh, then when he's peeing with Macazian, you know, he's like, you know, uh, the piece wasn't behind the toilet. He's like, well, this is real life. And he's like, no, it's not. <laughs> this isn't real life, which also could mean he's he's in a dream. But then, uh, you know, Coach Molinaro later on is like, I've seen your TV show, you know. Oh, yeah. And then he says, the five o'clock news. But there's a lot of allusions to K- Tony being a character in a TV show. And, he, and it's like, I don't know, it's just, there's too many to ignore for me. What, why, why? I don't do know. That? I don't know. Maybe just because it's like such a weird sort of avant-garde thing to like have your, have your TV character like come close to realizing that they're, I don't know. The whole thing is such like a self-reflection, yeah, like yeah. the dream and like to add that extra layer of it, like. And then Gloria, just, and then Gloria also like has like the microphone, like in the street right, yeah, scene. Like, She's like putting it up to Phil's mouth like she's like a news reporter. Right. They're always like being watched. There's always spectators. There's always, mm-hmm. you know, and set like a spectacle. But anyway, that's my I that's mean, my that could allude to of. just the whole dream thing. Like, it's I mean, true. It's I like you're the star of the, your life, yeah. uh, your own life. Yeah. It is fun to think I know about that, it that way, though. I mean, the celebrity, I mean, celebrities and dreams are a big thing, too. Right. Like, that's yes. just a, that, like, that's a thing oh, yeah. that everybody has. Yeah. So which all, I, which all is the what things I thought I just they were mentioned. doing with Annette Benning. Yeah. 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 All the things I just mentioned fall easily within the realm of, like, how people usually, you know, right. dream or how dreams are. Process but, their dreams. Right. Is there is a Godfather line, too, right? She's like, I don't want my husband coming out of there with just oh, his cock in his head. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. Uh, <clears throat> But, yeah, so, so that's – so. From uh, the the kitchen scene, um, well, Tony first loses a tooth, which is another dream, dream, trope, that's a dream trope, which I've definitely had before. Oh yeah, uh, that's yeah. another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And supposedly, like the the meaning of that is like you feel uh, you've recently experienced some loss, or you mm-hmm. feel uh, like incapable of confronting something, which is you know pretty evident in this. Yeah. But um, but so they're going to Vesuvio's to meet. Finn's parents for the first time, which Tony's brain manifests Vin fucking Macazian as his dad. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, probably they just wanted to work with John Hurt again. Yeah, he's awesome. yeah, yeah. Have him uh, just sing, just sing some songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like and so that, weird. That was so which, weird. Sing I, three times a lady you know, acapella, <laughs> like the full song too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so uncomfortable. Which yeah. which I, the, I love the and the then Benning's like so mad. Yeah. I love the insert of Carmela's face. Like she's trying so hard to like be polite. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and she's like, "Why don't you, uh, you know, why don't you show him what you have in your pocket?" And he shows him the tooth. And he's like, "Well, uh, well, with a with a husband in dental school, he'll be able to fix your mouth, honey." And then it cuts to Meadow. But did you guys know? I saw this in um, like the original promo shots of the episode. That was supposed to be a shot of Tracy, the stripper, who had like. The braces who Ralphie Whoa. killed. And I don't know why they lost that. I thought it w- would have been. That would have cool. been a good touch. Yeah. 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 Especially because, like I said, Jackie Jr. is not in it. So, mm-hmm. like, there's not, like, for a, for an episode that brings together so many past characters from so many seasons, there's not a ton from season three, you know, which would have been, like, a nice sort of touch, but they lost it for some reason. Huh. Maybe maybe David Chase felt it was too on the nose. I don't know. Yeah, but, maybe. Yeah. But uh, would have been cool. Yep. 
Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so then him and Mackenzie head to fucking the bathroom, take a piss, which you know, we always saw Mackenzie pissing by Green Grove. So, you know, he's like, you don't do this anymore. He's like, nah. But, uh, but so then he holds up a book. He's like, uh, or no, Mackenzie's like, you ready to do this thing? He's like, I did my homework. He holds up the Velachi papers. Do you guys know the significance of the fucking Velachi papers? No. Velachi. This came out in like 1948 or something like that. Or no, sorry, 68. He was like the first guy who like uh, admitted the existence of the Italian American. Uh, oh, oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, I thought, that was that was, I thought that was in the 50s. It was not. The book came out in 68. Oh, I Velocci see. Papers. But yeah, yeah. So but he, he, tes- might, yeah. he testified to right. Congress. He was, yeah, right? he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was uh, a member of the Genovese crime family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah, one yeah. that. That was when the the masses like found out about like the yeah how organized crime how, like how yeah how the mafia like functioned like right you know, all the terminology and right. the hierarchy and all that. Like he revealed all that shit. So yeah. I don't know what the significance of Tony holding that book up is. Maybe it's just a throwaway weird thing, but. But that's what that was about. Then we hear gunshots outside. Mm-hmm. Tony's probably to out fuck there. with people, just like, to f- throw yeah. people off. Like, well, it'll also like soprano because a lot of people always thought like maybe it'll end by him like singing, by him like ratting. Right. Mm-hmm. Be- so yeah, I just, guess maybe it's just a fucking like nod to that. Right. Yeah, I think I think there are some allusions to Tony, you know, wanting to go straight or be like an like he's obviously anxious about meeting Finn's parents because they have that conversation like like oh we know about you and we think it's great you know right, <laughs> right and Carmelo's like what a relief you know so he totally Tony and you know the whole obviously end confrontation with coach Molinaro about you know the way his life went um, shout, so out it's hor- obviously- shout out horse from the wire yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> love that guy dude I don't think I ever realized that I must oh have. really no you must have yeah I, I can't remember though but um He's great though. I love oh, I love that scene. He's really good. Yeah. When uh, I when I think of this episode, I like that's definitely one of the scenes I think of. Oh, he's so good. Um but so yeah, so he watches Tony B sh- like finger shoot uh Phil. Mm-hmm. Hey, how how long how much I got to count to before I can get up? You really did. Um mm-hmm. Do you guys catch like Melvoin in the crowd yeah. and like yeah. Polly in the Pauly, crowd? Yeah. 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 Just really weird. The yeah. mob turns against Tony. Yeah. Uh and start chasing him with like Fucking uh, not pitchforks, but like uh, fucking torches, torches. and shit. And like, yeah, there's like, so, like cut to like old, old, like old. There's pe- people in like leader hose, which also in the promo <laughs> things just, we, along. That's just like okay, here we go. Okay, we're, we're going crazy. Well, here. I think that was like a, that to me. That was like allusions to like the, Fra- the Frankenstein monster thing. Costume yeah, yeah, department yeah. was like what. <laughs> Well, what are we doing really tonight? for like that? How long? <laughs> another, another promo. Great, we got a night shoot and we got to fucking dress these extras in lederhosen. Yeah. Another <laughs> promo image was Steve Sharippa in the lederhosen with a torch. Oh my God. He, Bobby Bacala was in the lederhosen chasing after Tony. <laughs> and they cut that too. Why'd which, you cut that? So I, I mean, got because that would have been too XXXL <laughs> fucking lederhosen <laughs> and you don't fucking use it. They had to make it. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta um, sew this shit. There, no, there might be like a German big and tall. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, to me that was like just another allusion to Tony feeling like a Frankenstein. Which mm-hmm. you know, you know, back in season one, he got called a Frankenstein monster by right. a, by a Tuttle or whatever. Um, but so Art, he sees Artie. Uh, by the way, is that Lee Harvey Oswald firing from the window? 
There was like a sniper in the window. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't is that know. supposed to be Lee Harvey Oswald? I've never. I never put thought that, that but I saw. But like multiple people were saying that online. Which, like, uh, and and Lee. the Soprano Sessions called him Lee Harvey Oswald, firing at Tony as he's running through the alley. Um, <laughs> okay. Don't know why that's there. But uh, well, you know, I mean, Tony he, likes he traumatic. JFK, he does right? have yeah. a JFK thing. Um, yeah, and you know. Traumatic thing for people of that generation yeah, too. Yeah. Like, right. Um, ultimately, Artie saves him. He's like, "Hey, come on!" Ducks into like a little door in the alley. Uh, then he's he's driving with him, um, and next thing we know, he Artie is is uh, very graciously coaching Tony through fucking his wife. Uh, <laughs> uh, she likes it when you when you rub her muzzle. Uh, very weird. Uh, I have to imagine that 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 moment on set had to be very funny. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there were probably a lot of funny moments on yeah. set, especially oh, yeah. that you're getting all these like people like back. Right. You know? right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> from there, we uh, we hear like the the clopping of the the, the hooves, and mm-hmm. then it brings us into the house. Fucking God bless that horse for supporting James Gandolfini <laughs> as he's yeah, sitting on that horse. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and he, he's, you know, inside the Soprano house trying to convince Carmela to let him come back. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, we can't have your whores in here. Horse, whores. Right. That's, uh, that's a little on the nose. Yeah. She actually says, if you listen to the line, she actually says whores, not horse. But when you're looking at a horse, it sounds like she's saying horse. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but he's like, you know. She's like, they shit in here. You never clean up after them. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, it won't happen this time. She's like, you always say that, you know, like, uh, so just a little, little on the nose stuff with. I like, paid for her burn treatments. Pio Mai died in the fire. The burn. Yeah, the burn. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Hey. That hey. took Chase and Matthew Weiner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so from there, uh, yeah, he he he's walking through his old high school. You see the lockers. He goes down into like some basement office or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Coach Molinaro is there, which apparently is like a recurring dream for Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, and he You're just not starts, prepared. <laughs> uh, I love that he's like uh, he's just busting Tony's balls. You know, oh, it's great. Uh, so so in the dream, Tony's mission is to kill Molinaro, right? Because yes. he's got the gun with the the silencer, mm-hmm. uh, a bigger dingus than the one God gave you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love that Molinaro is like, you never should have hung around that buco. I told you yeah, he was the worst, he was the of, worst the of the bunch. Like, wow. Whoa. Uh, what did he do? If he yeah. was the worst of the bunch back then, yeah. God, he uh, must've been re- like real bad. Who fucking knows? He owns a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, the whole thing, exception him, that proves the rule, <laughs> uh, him criticizing Tony for, you know, the, the life he chose, you know, Tony says, like, in a way, I am a coach. You know, I am a leader. Yeah. Uh, but, you know. Um, Took the easy way out. But, yeah. And he's like, you know, look at all the stress in your life now. And so I think Coach Molinaro is really, like, the embodiment of Tony's stress and, like, anxiety. When he's like, the last thing we hear in the dream is, like, you'll never shut me up. And that mm-hmm. sort of echoes as we cut to inside the plaza, you know, uh, early morning. And that's the end of the dream. Yep. Um, <clears throat> from there, we have Chris showing up, Mr. McAvity, to bring some bad news. Uh, to bring some bad news and also, you know, grab that Toblerone. You know. Dude, what is with the Toblerone? <laughs> they they pay, like, weird attention to it. 
Yeah. Tony has uh, Tony gets like from the mini bar a Toblerone and and Chris like you know after after giving the bad news that Tony B actually went through and and fucking killed Billy Leotardo and just winged Phil, which is the worst outcome. Um, no. He's like, hey, you gonna eat that Toblerone? Like, <laughs> what what do you guys? Th- is that just like a fucking classic Weird throwaway thing. moment, or like I mean, was there some significance to that? Is it like? So we I I do think that it there have been other times in the show. Where he's like eating a bunch of sh- like sugar because he doesn't want to drink. Okay, so like so that, that's Chris, sort of Chris's, like yeah. Chris's. Yeah. So yeah, for so sure, might, yeah. so so Chris might just be like, oh, I I I, ha- I need a sugar fix. Yeah. on my yeah. way home. Otherwise, yeah. I'm gonna go shoot up. Please give me that dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He probably just does that. But well, what, is there any other significance to it? It's, I don't I mean, know. Maybe it's just to make it's Swiss. <laughs> um, yeah, let's really read into it. Um, uh, he just breaks off the T of the Toblerone, which is uh, supposed to symbolize. I don't know. No, but, but, no, when, but you maybe, s- when you say Oblerone three times, <laughs> it sounds like Toby, Tony B. Toblerone into a sleep uh, dream. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, maybe it's just to because Chris obviously sort of, you know, Chris obviously had his gripes with Tony B. this season, and particularly. Mm-hmm you know, uh, Tony, uh, favoring him. So maybe, you know, when he says, poor guy, Tony B, poor guy's fucked, you know, he says that a little casually, you know, maybe it's not the worst thing in the world for Chris that Tony B is no longer in good standing with oh, clearly. his uncle's boss. Yeah. And, and so the Toblerone the- is just to put a little like casual, like he doesn't really give a fuck. He's just, right. he just wants the candy kind of thing. Yeah. Right? But- he also makes it a point to like, you know, in this moment to remind Tony, like, I'm here for you, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like, he, it's I, like when a breakup is happening and like, you know, the, the, the ex shows up and they're like, well, I guess oh, I'm, yeah. I'm here I mean, for you. I'm here the, for you. The sun's not even out yet. Like, right. and he was so eager to get up to the plaza and tell Tony, like, look what Tony B did, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so I guess, yeah, that's kind of the point. Fucking Ichabod Crane. motherfucker. <laughs> uh, so he heads out. Tony, Tony says, you know, we're all fucked. Cause he knows they're going to have to deal with the wrath of Phil now. Um, Tony goes back to bed, calls Carm, tells her, you know, yeah, calling Carm at five 30 in the morning. What a a nice guy. Well, he's got to cancel the fishing trip with AJ. I guess they were supposed to go on an early morning fishing trip. Um, He probably didn't have to cancel. He probably just didn't want it. He probably just wanted to hear from Carm. Was the fishing but, trip today? I don't know. I you know. I don't know if it was. I would assume so if he's calling at like five in the morning. But uh, yeah, I, would, I, 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 see, I always I thought he was just being a fucking selfish prick. I think that's that really yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so then they have this sort of like tender conversation to end the episode in the morning light about nothing. You know, you know, it, it sort of brings the two characters together after a season of like, you know, being at we, at. Uh, at odds at war, and, yep. and and uh, being apart and and just how well they know each other, you know. I have mm-hmm. another one of my Coach Molinaro dreams. Oh, were you unprepared? You know. Um, and then it sort of ends. It cuts to black, and then over the black, you hear Tony say, "Is it light where you are yet?" Which is s- kind of like a nice line to end on. But I don't, I don't quite grasp like the significance, the significance of, like, of it. Cutting to black and like, is it Tony like? like looking for some sort of hope, some sort of light, you know, in his life kind of thing. Like, like, what do you guys think? Is there any significance to ending with that line over? I I guess like without like really breaking it down in past views, I'm just like watching just for entertainment's sake. 
I guess in my mind, I always thought it was him just kind of, you know, he's in New York and she's in Jersey and like he so desperately clearly like wants to be back in the house. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like kind of yearning for like, well, you know, like that connection to Carm again. Sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, clearly that's that's at the heart of it, I think. Nah, um, dude, foreshadowing the fucking ending, bro. Cut <laughs> yeah. cuts to black. Yeah, when he dies. <laughs> um, Could be. I, yeah, I don't know. It's a nice little like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a he nice little moment. Question again. Two. Too, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like. Yeah. I don't know. Nice little tender conversation where he uh, he. He pitches uh, poisoning the neighbor's dog to death with strychnine. <laughs> you know, classic tender uh, combo. No, but uh, but yeah, that's and that's the app. That's the app. Whoa! And then three times the lady plays. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that I think there is no significance what? to other than this is just weird dream what? shit, right? Yeah. Like. Which which I which I remember watching it and being like, what? And and now (laughs) watching it now, I'm like, keep fucking going. I love this. I love the weirdness. You missed such a great opportunity to have Kevin McAllister's father at the (laughs) plaza, though. Come on, Chase. It's true. It's true. The fuck. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Tony wakes up. It's Christmas morning. Uh, (laughs) Vin McKenzie's there. Buzz is there for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, Buzz, Buzz is just like, Tone, <laughs> you Gumar, woof. <laughs> Kevin! John, John Candy. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Well, John Candy was dead, I guess. So. Yeah. Okay, but they CGI John Candy, Candy in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the wet bandits uh, become part of Tony's crew. <laughs> but all right. Anyway. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, we want to go on a fucking internet. Fucking internet. Yeah, oh, let's do it. Let's do some fucking. They got any Home Alone two takes on there? Come on. <laughs> uh, go on the Home Alone two Reddit. This one uh, from user White Ghosts. Yeah, White White Ghosts. Ooh, uh, oh, in, scary. In nice. Test Dream, why didn't Tony try to go after Tony B and prevent him from killing the murderers of his BFF Angelo? Never understood why the big guy just stayed in the hotel while fully knowing what was going to happen. He also probably knew that New York was behind as re, uh, as retaliation for peeps and that as a response, Tony B would go after New York. What do you guys think? Because he didn't know for sure that Tony B was going to go do that. 
he he yeah. realizes it like after the fact when when Chris comes, then he's like, oh, right. fuck. Well, and obviously, like he was like probably as he was dreaming, it was actually happening in real life, you know, yeah. simultaneously. Like right. so, he subconsciously he knew, but he pro- but Tony is very good at at fucking fooling himself and mm-hmm. dissuading himself from from confronting uncomfortable truths, you know. So he probably so he knew, but he, but he didn't, didn't know, you know, like. Yeah. And to go and what and also after calling around and and Tony B not picking up his cell phone, yeah, what, what could was he, he have supposed done? to do exactly? What yeah. could he possibly have done? Right. Yeah. right. So yeah, I mean that's that's that. Anything yeah, else? White, to that? white ghosts. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, white ghosts. Uh, this one from oh fuck user. They, this person deleted their account, uh, so they don't. No. Know but they ask, should Johnny Boy have replaced Coach Molinaro in the test stream? All through the dream, Tony's being led to and pressured to do a job to kill someone. We see at the end it's Coach Molinaro, his high school coach, a guy who tried to lead him straight. Would it have been more powerful if the guy he was assigned to kill was his father? I get that Coach Molinaro is sort of Johnny is sort of Johnny speaking to him, but still. The whole point of the show is partially that Tony was never able to overcome his idolizing his dad and that wanting to please his dad and be like him is what led his life the way it went. So would it have been more interesting to see Tony confront Johnny in the test stream instead of Molinaro? No, because like he's he's trying to kill uh, the one person that tried to steer him right. Right. You know, that's like he's spending so much of his like time, you know, with anxiety that's deep seated over the person that like he knows was right. Yeah. yeah. He knows in the back of his mind his father like was not right. right. So he wouldn't <laughs> you know like he wouldn't be trying to kill his father. He's trying he's trying to kill the voice in his head telling him like you fucked up your your like you fucked your life up. Oh yeah. And, and that's like the uncomfortable truth that again Tony hides from himself. It's in, it comes out in his subconscious through this coach that he had back in the day, which by the way, I, I would have loved to seen like a coach Molinaro appearance in many saints ah, but I, th- yeah. I, I really did think we were gonna get it but I, you know that actor is too old now i'm sure you know. uh, yeah they had to they would have certainly well, would have cast like it like, yeah <laughs> imagine they had uh they well, had that, but, that but same not, actor not that, uh, not that much younger though i guess if yeah you know. i guess i guess if like that was oh he was oh true yeah in the yeah, dream well, in the dream probably was that the old, guy, like, they, like him when tony was younger right yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. This user, good thing they deleted their account. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we would have shame. shamed them. They just completely missed it. I also yeah, think that having it be fishes. Johnny Boy would have been would have been too on the nose. I think as well. Yeah, too on too. the nose. The He's nose. in the car. You He's driving him to the what job. What more do you want? Delete your account. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you think about it, Johnny Boy is the one driving him to the job, which is to kill Coach Molinaro. So it's like. Yeah, this comment they're redacted. <laughs> Next comment. Uh, this one from user N3R0112. Oh, real person. Oh, real person. Beep, bop, boop. Uh, what do you guys think Annette Benning represented in Tony's dream? <laughs> Uh, I have my own theories, but I want to know what y'all think too, or just what you think is interesting about the episode in general. Well, we'll just focus on the Annette Benning part. <laughs> We kind of already had it. It's yeah. it's it's just celebrities. I mean, celebrities like, usually. I feel like I've read this in fucking whatever some fucking dumbass dream dictionary. But <laughs> celebrities, Spells, you don't have to pretend like you're not like a huge dream dream interpretation. <laughs> well, when I pull out the dream card of my tarot dream cards, 
and I pull out the test stream. It's just oh. a card of Tony sweating. <laughs> um, it says that celebrities are supposed to be how you view yourself or some fucking shit. So oh, for real. So Tony yeah. sees himself, sees as, himself an as an Oscar winner. Sees himself as a beautiful woman. I mean, yeah. like There's something bugsy about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or something, or something. How they like behave in your dreams, sort of like how you view yourself. Yeah, I don't know. I have a recurring dream too with Christopher Lloyd and um, and um, Michael J. Fox, which is very. And funny. that's how you view yourself. Well, I think we're always like doing something. We're getting into some sort of caper, going, going back in time. Wait, so or? so, but as Doc and Marty, or no, no. No, uh, uh, yeah, no. Maybe I see them in real life or something. Like okay. maybe they have been. You yet, guys are talking Marty you too. Got, you guys are in the DeLorean <laughs> going to Costco. <laughs> going to Costco, flipping my Jeep over. <laughs> We're all riding in the Jeep up. Yeah, you try to make to the Jeep Cos- go back in time. To Costco, and then you just flip we it. never get there, and I die because I don't have my prescription. Marty, we've got to get some samples, some free samples. Oh man, I want to see a. I want to see a spells test dream. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I think it's it's Tony doesn't know what Finn's parents look like, so his brain mm-hmm. just has to compensate. And, right. and she's a placeholder. She's, you know, for whatever reason, maybe maybe he watched Bugsy earlier that week, yeah, or whatever, uh, some of that Benny movie, and mm-hmm. uh, and she just popped up. These yep. things happen. I don't think it was. I, I mean, they might it might have been a thing where they're like, oh, we want like a celebrity here, and she was the one who who like came back. I bet they went out to a ton of people, probably, because back then. Like a movie star on TV was like not, right. not common. Now this, they all this have was their own also shows. the hottest show on television. So yeah, you yeah. Know. yeah. I mean, um, and she might, which is why they eventually got Sir Ben Kingsley. That's right. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I think it's a perfect like and Lauren Bacall, perfect. Lauren Bacall. Uh, you know, perfect like per- celebrity to <laughs> it use is. too. Like no, someone who would never be in this. World. I mean, and right, also the right. fact that he's like. You're Annette Benning. Like that's it's <laughs> instead of just like having her there playing Finn's mom. Like, and she was pretty. Her. Like I mean, American Beauty was a couple years before it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. She uh, doesn't do much now. I guess. Uh, what's well, she, she still she does. She yeah. still does. Yeah, she still. Yeah, she still does. Um. All right, and finally, let's see. Uh, this one from user CDJ two thousand. Mm. Who was in the SUV the SUV that was playing hip hop during the test stream? <laughs> when Tony's running down the alleyway, he encounters a Mercedes G wagon that is playing hip hop music. The window rolls down, but I can't make out who's inside of it. Does anyone know who's in it? I can't find an answer on Google. Thanks in advance. <laughs> this is so. This is when you know Lee Harvey is shoot firing at him, and the mobs chasing him. Right, right. at the end of the alley, like a car rolls up. Yeah. Yes. With music blasting. Uh, is that when the, is that when Artie goes? That's and that's when Artie's like Artie, in yeah. in like yeah. the little like doorway. Yeah. He's like right. this way. Uh, well, it's clearly massive genius. Yes, <laughs> because they're trying to bring back as many people as possible. Yeah, yeah, so. massive genius really stuck in Tony's subconscious. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I don't think there is an answer. Does Tony actually ever meet massive genius or yeah him? at Hesh's house? Oh right, oh, right, right. Like right. Yes. Once, oh right, yeah, one the, scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the he meet, has like a phone call. For the so money, it's massive yeah. genius. It's clearly it's a, massive genius. Massive genius story. Yeah. Massive. Uh, I think we settled that. Uh, can you? Can the, the you? The one, the one, like line from the fucking like gangsta guy. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, this is like PTSD from uh, a hit is a hit again. This dial, <laughs> this dialogue. Oh, when, when uh, yeah, 
he's like, yo, weren't you supposed to cap that G or something <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yo, here's a line written by two old white guys. <laughs> well, but it's it's so stereotypical and it's such terrible writing, but also it's Tony's brain writing it. So right. I feel like it's perfect like excuse. justified. Perfect like, excuse. That yeah. is definitely how Tony sees uh, black people, and that's t- definitely... That's true. Um, that is true. Yeah, Carmelo, massive genius was in this. <laughs> I had another one yeah, on my massive, massive genius, genius dreams. dreams. <laughs> was he in his G wagon again? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think there's an answer, and I don't think David Chase had an answer. I think it was just a mysterious car rolling <laughs> up at that moment. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, that's that's all I got for fucking internet. It could not to keep that going, but it could also <laughs> keep be. It going. It could also be because these are all he's 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 being threatened in that moment. He's being chased, and he sees rap music and he's as a threat. Well, like it could be like the two guys that in his subconscious that oh. tried to kill him oh, when he's right. getting the orange juice in the right. paper. Right. right. Yeah. 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 He definitely. Uh, uh, Tony doesn't have a lot of uh, good encounters with uh, African Americans. No. I guess so. Uh, he's either fucking them or uh, or they're trying to kill him. So. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. Fucking internet. Well, boys, it's good to be back. Good to oh, be yeah. back. Listeners, as always, send us your questions, your concerns, your queries at osopranospod at gmail.com. Give us an old follow at osopranospod on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a five-star review on iTunes because that shit helps us because then more people can listen to us bitch and moan about all the fucking shit that we hate. <laughs> Uh, and look, look at what we did. We're almost done with season five. My gosh. Uh, two more apps. Two more apps. Good ones. Very good ones. Yeah, yeah, we got, we got two, two, uh, two treats ahead of us. But, uh, thanks for listening as always. Until next week. Oh! Oh! Start Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get up to a $25 gift card after rebate with the purchase of select Superstart batteries. Our professional parts people will test your old battery for free and recommend the right battery for your vehicle. For power, performance, and reliability, choose Superstart batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs>